Hi guys, I'm Sruthi. And I'm Haley. And we are Mirror Mirror. Hello again. This week we are going to talk about something that I sure has been part of most of our lives, <laughs> social media. There's a lot of different pros and cons with social media and both of us have used a different variety of different apps for different things. And basically we're just going to go into our thoughts on social media and what we've learned from Netflix documentary The Social Dilemma. Yeah, so for those of you who don't really know, The Social Dilemma is a documentary about social media that came out on Netflix in 2020. And it's centered around a lot of like CEO and business owners and employees and social media companies like the big like Facebook and Twitter and all that. Um, and it's basically like interviewing them and talking about their experiences with like the marketing and um, the products and um, a lot of like the privacy aspects of these apps. And the documentary also um, stimulates like a specific story centered around a boy who is addicted to his phone and kind of like describes his life around it as they're um, talking about all these interviews. So it's actually really cool and got rated really well. So highly recommend um, watching if you're into that. So yeah, watching the social dilemma was really interesting to me. Like the apps are like designed to like keep us there and like over and over again, they like interviewer interviewees we're talking about how much like there's manipulation and how like we the user are like the product rather than like the app itself and i was like i don't know kind of mind blown but like at the same it's like somewhat like you know this but at the same time the way it's described is like oh my god this is like actually happening to us like i just thought it was really cool like how the the way the kid was like personified where he was like an avatar and these people were like controlling like what was like putting out to him like why he was on his phone oh i'm gonna like send this alert to him to get him back and like connected and i was just like oh my god is that like what these apps like do um i was just like i don't know i, I was like wow now i don't want to be like addicted to my phone or like really try not to <laughs> and I, I tried so hard to like stay off my phone like while watching it um <laughs> So after that, like I went through like all my settings to like rearrange like how I was getting notified. Um, I changed like my my like homepage to like only have like certain apps on it. Kind of like play like um, like don't if you don't see I don't think about um, type of thing. And so hopefully that will keep me off my phone for a little less time. So we'll see how that goes, but I, I really want to enjoy the moment more and just stay off um, online a little bit less. Yeah, I'm really proud of you for like <laughs> taking those actions and even like when you were telling me the other day about like how your screen time went down, like that's really cool and really hard to do um, consistently. Um, I, uh, I guess I should say now, this is like disclaimer if you haven't like seen this and plan to see the social dilemma um because we are gonna like keep talking about different things in the movie so yeah <laughs> um but yeah i totally agree social media is definitely really addictive and it's scary to think about how much time and energy like i've put i've spent on it in terms of like the privacy lens that the social dilemma showed so like when 
they were like when they were like um showing like you said the the like people kind of um masquerading the guy's like notifications and like um showing how he was being pulled into his phone because of these different alerts and things that they were curating for him um i i was like really it, it seemed really scary to me to think like wow they've taken so much information that i've put out there and are curating content and taking it out and like i don't know making it um more geared towards me so yeah it was like kind of scary to think about how much time i've spent on it um and all the information that everyone puts out there so like like anyone could hack into anything and like figure out our entire lives and i actually watched a show called like control z on netflix which um centered around a hacker like revealing the like popular kids at the school's like deepest secrets and stuff and it was like just crazy to me how much like teens put online because he literally like the hacker like figured out so much of everyone's lives just by like hacking into the school wi-fi network um so yeah i i definitely was mind blown by again like the privacy lens um that um the social dilemma was talking about and Haley already emphasized but i'm going to emphasize again like the line where they were talking about like if you aren't paying for the product you are the product it was talking about how we people are like the products of social media and stuff and for like for the advertisers a lot and i don't know that just like was kind of scary to me like how the advertisers are the customers and we are the product <laughs> yeah it, it made me think of like what apps i'm like using and like what they're doing to keep me engaged like tiktok i feel like is the biggest one for this where like it literally <laughs> like has like a for you page and yet we're still like okay with it because it's for us like it's it's like interesting for us but that like keeps us on air for like hours and we won't even know when time it goes by because it just like knows you so well and so like, like oh it's kind of creepy but but we still like it and that's like i don't know yeah i completely agree because even on instagram it does that like where it has like the for you page right and i never really thought about it like that much because I honestly like how I had like a page where it was just like content I liked versus like other stuff, but I never really thought about like the information that they were taking like from that. And yeah, that was like, it's like kind of interesting to think about. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, going off of like Instagram, I think Instagram is like a big app that tries to keep you like on there, but it tries to like compete with like the other apps that are out there because it has like, the regular thing that Instagram is known for is like pictures, right? That's where it started. But then it was competing with Vine to like have videos that were like a few seconds long. So then that's the thing. And now it's competing with like TikTok. So it has its own Reels page. And then it has like your Explore and stuff. And then it has your DMing. So you have your direct messaging. And then I think you can even like video chat on um instagram so it's trying to like have like all of these like different social media apps like all in one to like keep you in so in instagram i mean i don't know if it like actually works in the long run or not because we still have all these other apps and probably use instagram but a lot of people that i know like would be like oh i don't need to get tiktok because yeah instagram has my instagram like reels so that will keep me less addicted to like TikTok's thing. So Instagram still gets you and, oh, and then they have like the Instagram stories, which is 
Snapchat thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of interesting how the apps try to compete with one another to keep you online on their app yeah. for the longest time. Yeah. Another thing um, the movie was talking about that, like, I wrote down was, like, how it was saying that every single action you take online is being, like, monitored. So even how long you look at, like, I don't know, like, a reel or, like, a video is being monitored. And it, like, knows when people are looking at it and knows how long and knows, like, if people are, like, happy or sad based on, like, if you're looking at, like, happy content or sad content. And then even, like, how introverted and extroverted you are and stuff, which was um, just, like, kind of mind-blowing to me. Oh, talking about mind-blowing, it was, like, yeah, even knows when you're, like, dating or if someone's, like, your ex. And I was, like, oh, my God, it knows, like, our relationship status, even if we don't, like, post our relationship status. <laughs> and I just, like, find that, like, so weird. It's, like, oh, yeah, based off of you stalking this person or something. I'm, like, oh, my God. Right. Oh, yeah, in the movie, it was, like, the little fake people who were like i don't know the social media like things that were like dictating this guy's life like was like let's like send a notification about like his ex and i was like whoa yeah which reminds me of like snapchat telling you like that someone's typing i was like why do i have to know someone's <laughs> typing or like it would like show like the faces like popped up I'm, like ah. Oh. And then they'll send you in like another notification when they're done typing. So you get two notifications for this like one action just to like try to get you back into the app and keep you like interested. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely need to turn off like, especially recently I've been getting like a lot of LinkedIn notifications and I just don't care. So I need to like turn that off. Um, but yeah, even with like Instagram and Snapchat and everything, like it's so like, I never had my Instagram notifications on because it's just so like I get I used to get so many like every time someone liked my photo or something and I was so tired of it so I just like turned that off yeah I was so addicted to it for the longest time um and yeah I didn't I didn't realize they were collecting all these like person personality information on it but now it makes sense to me because when I would go on Instagram and stuff when I like went through my breakup, it gave me a lot of breakup posts. And then like when I was going through like my mental health positivity like phase, it gave me a lot of like mental health posts. And then like, I don't know, it was like giving me like all these quotes about like different things. So it, it was like so weird, like it, it knew like exactly what I needed at what time. And now that I think about it, I didn't even realize that they collected all this information and like store it in this way um did they i mean did you like search that stuff or did it just like appear one day it's like it's like i would like go through posts that were like similar to things and like them right so then the next time i went to like for you it like already had everything okay it was like oh um, here's like yeah. every single thing yeah yeah and same like when i was like in my relationship too it would like show like all these like you know like relationship stuff so it's like but yeah i think it's like pretty interesting i don't know that that's like the way it does it and um another thing it was like talking about was like how um all these like apps build these models to like predict our actions so like all the clicks and likes like i was saying like all my likes and stuff um were like taken and put into this model to generate all this like curated content um so i don't know it's like scary i've been saying like it's scary a lot but yeah it's like scary to think like how much that they know about you um 
at all these like different companies yeah i think even on like your home page it chooses like what shows up like first based off of your following like i used to think like it's just whoever like posts at that time and then it'd be in order of like timeline but i think it's actually like who you seem more interested in and that's what they'll like start appearing first in your page and then later would be stuff that i might not be as interested in but uh, and then staying on the topic of instagram makes me think of like how many times i got notifications of like people that i was like tagged in and then like someone would comment in something that was tagged in just in case i would like want to see that so i get like 50 <laughs> notifications for someone else's post that they also get then like why am i getting this notification that's not my post like i don't like good for them for having all these comments but what does that do to, for me except yeah. go back on the app oh my gosh i remember i like hated that update when it yeah. would like and i would think so like annoying. i was getting so much and then yeah. i was like wait no none of this matters right um but yeah on the topic of like notifications um another thing was like it was like talking about subconscious behavioral changes um so like if your phone's out on a table you're like more likely to expect something to pop up and i definitely feel like i do this like if i don't like take my phone and turn it around if it's mm -hmm. like face up i'll like look at it every so now and then when i'm working and think something will pop up or even like at the end of the day when i'm going to bed i always like click my phone on because i think for some reason that i'll have a message or something and i it's definitely something i like want to work on because i feel like i do that a lot and it's definitely like been built into my subconsciousness so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know if this happens to you but something that happens to me is like i swear i hear like a buzz or something on my phone but then i like check my phone and there's like nothing's there and yeah. like what what's happening to my brain <laughs> <laughs> like why is it telling me that there's something when there's nothing exactly so. and yeah that goes back to like the snapchat thing you were talking about too because like you'll think like you got a snapchat but it'll just be like someone typing or yeah something. someone might have like accidentally like pressed on your name and it'll like send you a notification facts um and then another thing i highlighted <laughs> when i was watching i just put in all caps like manipulation um so like apparently like looking at the ads and stuff makes like more money for these like advertising companies and again it goes back to the whole fact of like us being the product and like all these subliminal cues to make people do things so like it's definitely a big i don't know like factory of just like manipulation because like i feel like half the stuff i see on social media i wouldn't like i don't know i wouldn't purposefully go out myself to go see it just like pops up you know yeah talking about ads reminds me of um the fact that i've known i've now noticed that my my apps that have like anything related to like shopping on it now curated like my shopping list based oh. off of like stuff that I just pressed on out of like curiosity and I'm just like why is this now like a pre-made like list for me I mean I'm, like thank you but like no thank you at the same time like I'm never gonna like shop shop at these places I mean okay one time I did <laughs> Um, if you ever see me in like smiley face socks, it's because of an Instagram ad. So yes, <laughs> they do work. And like, I do appreciate like curated like ads for me because I think if I like turned off that setting and be like, oh, why am I getting this ad? But at the same time, it knows me too well and I don't like <laughs> that. I don't know, it, it plays with my brain. As much as I like it, I dislike that I like it because <laughs> it's controlling me. 
facts. Yeah, I think I've definitely purchased or like at least gone to shopping sites because I got an ad on Instagram. Yeah. So and then it just gives me more ads for the things and I'm like, please stop. Like I don't want this anymore. Um so yeah, it's definitely like I don't know, I, I just feel like I'm like, you know, like a puppet and there's all these strings like pulling on me sometimes yeah, with like totally. social media. So yeah, I definitely I'm glad that I haven't been on it as much lately. And it like just worries me about like I don't know if anyone just like wanted to figure out my entire life, they could probably just like hack into these social media things. Yeah, it's like that meme of like your FBI agent constantly like looking on you. I guess that <laughs> is what social media is, but I don't know. I mean, actually, what the um, social dilemma explained is that it's just computers. Like the computers are now running more. Like the people behind it have no idea really okay. what's like going on i mean they kind of do but i think that the computer systems overtook like what the people made of um the app got you and yeah it goes back to like those models too i think like it's like they're running these predictive models so yeah. i think like a person might make it and then like you don't really know um what the computer's doing it with it after that yeah so that i mean that even like goes into like your google searches apparently are like for you too i guess in a way where like you might get something like similar to everyone but if you're really like left-leaning let's say it'll probably like show stuff that like feed back onto like what your beliefs are and what you want to see versus like something that is like really right-leaning will find stuff that they want to see and that will back them up and so that's why we continue to be divided because there's no like one truth there's like multiple truths per se like air quotes um and so that makes news really confusing because there's not one type of fact out there there's just all of these mixed beliefs merging into fact-based things yeah and yeah the whole like google curates your search and how like it like the computer calculates what's like best for your auto search like i never knew that was a thing like i thought it was the same for everyone and i'm sure to some extent it's like similar because me and Haley's sister anna actually like we tried this where we both like searched the same word to see if it would like give us different words but i don't know if it was because we were like in the same location or like i don't know like in a similar area that like it gave us the same thing but yeah i would be curious to see what it was like if we like did the same word with, with like me versus like someone who's like more conservative or something or maybe just to have an experiment um of like 100 people like that netflix show 100 people and then they just like all google search the same thing and see how many like variations or if it is like true that that's a thing or if it's um like a misconception yeah or what needs to get that difference yeah facts Another thing I was, like, kind of thinking about is, like, the emails and notifications, like, you get when people are online or, like, recently post if you haven't been on it in a while. So, like, like I've gotten a few emails from, like, Snapchat and Instagram, like, this summer since I haven't really been on them. And, like, it, like, tells you when who's online and, like, who's posted new things, um, which I feel like is just another thing to try and get you on it. Like, in the in the movie, like, I remember the guy, like, he tried to spend a week off it and mm -hmm. then like after three days like saw a notification and like had to get back on it and like 
And then once he was back on it, it like, they just like, people that they use to represent like the computer. platforms, like computer and program and stuff, like would just like blast like notifications that were like more curated to him to make him like stay on, which is like kind of crazy. Cause I've definitely had that too, where if I'm off for like a week, I'll go on and then I'll be like on it for like two hours. Cause I feel like I've missed so much. Um, so yeah, and kind of along those lines, like, um, another thing with like social media is like the fact how it can be like a drug because like dopamine is released when you use social media on like the biological sense and dopamine is like a neurotransmitter that like stimulates pleasure so um, when you're looking at social media and you get that hit you're like gonna want to stay on it more to get more hits um, and it's like using psychology and stuff against you, which is what the movie was also saying, which I thought was like interesting to kind of bring that in as well. Yeah, totally. Like talking about like the dopamine hits, I feel like even when I haven't like hit yet, I would like keep scrolling to find that like dopamine hit. And then once I find it, then yeah, it still keeps me going until I feel like, okay, I've had like enough and then I get out and then I look at the time and it's like two hours later because <laughs> I've been like trying so hard to like, get that feeling again yeah the kind of counter to that would be like self-image and stuff on social media which would be like another kind of con um because like in the documentary it was saying like the numbers for self-harm and suicide rates for like teen girls increased a lot after 2010 so it was like over 70 percent increases um and i feel like that's another thing like a lot of girls tend to do is like comparing themselves to unrealistic beauty standards um, and even, like, in the movie, the boy's, like, sister was, like, trying to put a bunch of filters on her face to, like, I don't know, post and stuff. And she even, like, broke the container to, like, get her phone again um, when her mom, like, took it away, which I thought was, like, super extreme and, like, something I hope, like, <laughs> when I have a kid that that never happens. Um, but, yeah, like, so, yeah, the the just, like, standards, like, with girls, I think, is, like, an another con um which kind of counters i guess like the dopamine hit i'm not really sure about like the biology behind that but i'm sure like self-image is definitely something that like i've kind of struggled with in the past especially when i was younger and on social media and saw like all these people like posting all these like great photos because people especially on instagram tend to like only post the like best versions of themselves and like filter it and mask like so many different things that you don't realize how like fake it all is yeah i mean there's even like the facetune app that doesn't just do face now but you can like modify like a lot of aspects of your body to like fit your idealized self and that's like way easier than just like photoshop like I, and i feel like in the past there was like if you wanted to modify yourself you would have to like photoshop and that would take skill to like actually look good but now there's like all these apps to like do these simple um, modifications that like now people can like use in like mass like use and for like the everyday person. And then that just like now all you're seeing online would be like these filtered, edited selves. I mean, not everything because there is trying to be like a lot of like body positivity online now, too. And I think that's like a new thing. Um, or relatively new thing, but it's still, con it, there's still like that conflict of um, idealization and um, 
stuff like that. And I still think that like even someone that's like body positive still posting their best self and their best angles. Yeah, I agree. And I'm like, I've definitely been guilty of this as well. Like when, um, when like I scroll through my pictures to find what I want to post, like it's only the photos that I look the best in. Like I'm not going to post like a photo that I don't think I look as good in. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely all like, even if it's not like super like edited, which is like something I don't really do. Like I don't tend to edit how my body or my face looks as much, but I do post the best like angles or like pictures that like come out of something. Which I guess makes sense. Cause like, why would you post something that makes you look bad? Like you don't want to see that and you don't want to share that. I understand that like, that's fine. But I do think we should try to appreciate like natural beauty and try to cut back on like changing how we look and using these filters. And I know that's like really hard to say to some people, but I think if we can do that, they'll make a big improvement on the overall like mental health of others. Um, contradictory, I think, I don't know if that's the right term, but like the one thing that like combats that is like remember remembering like Finstas, which would be like your fake Insta. Um, and that would be like a place that people would just like post whatever and then you would see like people like crying or you would see like random like unfiltered like photos of people that like they just want to post like whatever they want to post and like that would be like their place to do that yeah yeah with like the finstas and stuff like i feel like it's also just another place that like kind of could be a source of like cyber bullying as well because people like on finstas like what that i've seen tend to like talk about other people or complain and like I mean, I'm not saying everyone does that because obviously, like, it's a different type of outlet for different people. Like, some people want it there to, like, vent their sad emotions or, like, just, like, talk about super happy things, which is, like, I had, like, a Finsta for a brief period of time in high school, and that's what I did. Like, I would just, like, randomly talk about, like, super, like, fun things that happened, but, like, I know it's not, like, the same for everyone, but I definitely did see, like, Finstas where, like, they would post, like, pictures and stuff, like, in a class or something and like talk about like people in it um and like I didn't really I wasn't really a huge fan of that because it's just like even if the person doesn't know like that you're posting you're talking about them it's just like I don't know kind of mean sometimes I think and I guess that kind of goes into my point about how it's like a lot easier to be mean on social media when you're like hiding behind a screen and can't like see the actual impact you have on a person um so yeah I think it's like and I think that also goes back to kind of just like what you were saying about like the politics and stuff in America right now where like people are so polarized because they're only seeing like their content but I think not even just that like people from like different like political points of view will like go on like the opposite pages and just like like they'll get so angry and just like say something like emotion like it'll be like emotional reactivity in the moment and then like no productive discussion like comes out of it and i'm not saying like this is like everyone like obviously i know like a lot of people have learned a lot and stuff like by being able to connect and like have productive discussions but i think like there's definitely like that con where it's just like so much easier to attack someone you don't know and even like um like celebrities and stuff like i feel like a lot of people don't tend to see them as people and so like it's just a lot of like verbal attacks which i'm sure like they filtered out and stuff but yeah like not even just with celebrities even with just like people i think like cyberbullying is definitely like a big issue now that like 
wasn't really like a huge thing before the age of social media so yeah i think that's just like another another con and something to be like i wish more people were aware of like emotional reactivity and just like thinking about other people as people i think like collective empathy and like understanding is definitely something this country has to work on and like try and see where other points of view are coming from because i feel like as a nation we're just getting like more and more polarized which is not really ideal i don't know yeah it's hard because at one point like social media is really good to like connect people with like others that you might not be able to like connect with but at the same time yeah i do think there's a lot of like divide that happens because of people um only choosing like one subset in um what their feed looks like and so they're in these like bubbles and then that divides us as a nation but then at the same time then you find your group of people and like that's good too and so it's hard to balance everything i think yeah i feel like you're right because it's definitely like a way to kind of gain a sense of community like especially even with like protests and stuff like I feel like a lot of the information that they put out and the way like a lot of people have been able to come is like through social media where you like you can post and advertise and like then have all these people coming out and then you post more about like what's going on and then like more people are aware of it and stuff. Um, So it's definitely like a balance like you have to have like a balance between like I don't know like finding your community and like like listening and like having those points of view and also like not attacking the other side as well um which can definitely be hard so yeah i don't know it's it's I, like i'm sure even like i've gotten angry at like some things i've seen that people said but i don't think it's like a productive conversation to just like be like like hop off like bye like why are you even on here type thing and then it just like escalates into something it doesn't need to be um so yeah yeah you mentioning news reminds me of like all of the, all of the like stories and things that you would see on like your feed and stuff right and you'd be like oh yeah totally but like mo- most of that is like headlines of things and one thing to like better your knowledge is to like actually like google that headline and to like actually do your own research versus just like sharing something that you like just see like a glimpse of because you don't know like the whole story of that thing does that make any sense to you should yeah Yeah, I agree. And I think, like, fake news is just a whole other problem of its own that, like, could be addressed and stuff, Um, which, I don't know, like, we can't go into everything on here, but it's definitely, like, another problem that even the movie was, like, kind of talking about. It can be really dangerous, and, like, they were using examples from, like, the early COVID spread and stuff, how people were thinking it was fake and all. And I'm, like, I'm sure even now, like, people still think it's fake, which is, like, frustrating, but... um, yeah it's definitely like a place where like if if you see those headlines or those big things or someone says something huge like you definitely want to go back and like fact check it and like i don't know look at your own research and resources um before you kind of like spread the message so yeah definitely agree so yeah that's those are all like a lot of the main thoughts and stuff we had kind of centered around the movie and like a few of the apps and stuff so now we're just like I'm going to talk about each of the things we kind of use um, and kind of relate it back to, like, the things we've, like, seen. So, yeah, I guess we've already, like, kind of talked about Instagram a lot. And, like, I think something that would kind of be good to elaborate on that we touched on, like, just now was the term for what I was, like, talking about where, like, 
you want to like educate yourself before you like spread the message and everything um i think like instagram has definitely recently become a place where like it can be an outlet for like performative activism which it means when it's like activism that's done to increase like someone's social capital rather than um being devoted to the cause and so it's a problem to in my like opinion it's a problem because like a lot of instagram stories and stuff get reposted without people like really understanding what's going on so I feel like especially when Black Lives Matter like broke out huge like I love that there was a lot of awareness on Instagram and stuff because I definitely like saw and read a lot more but at the same time I feel like there's also a lot of performative activism where people would just like repost without like really like thinking about it and like even the whole like black squares thing um, was definitely like one of those um, factors and that's why, like, for me, it definitely took me a long time before I started posting about, like, all the political stuff because I, like, wanted to do my own research. And I think, like, that's okay. Like, if people, like, are shaming you because you're not posting or something or, like, they think you don't care, like, honestly, just, I like, I wouldn't take that to heart. And honestly, like, like I said, like, it's not good to emotionally react, but maybe just be like, you know, I am doing this my way type thing. Um, because I think like educating yourself and doing things internally is a much better way to learn about the issues than like just repost all these things that like other people have already posted and not really like deeply try and understand the issue. So like I remember when the whole like thing broke out on Instagram of like Israel versus Palestine, there was a lot of like content around that. And I never posted about that because I just like didn't feel educated enough to like post something about it and share my like opinions and views even though i had like kind of learned and done um took a class on it and everything i just never posted about it because i didn't know enough about the issue and the current climate yeah i mean as shruti mentioned i think a big thing that i think of when i hear performance activism is is that like black square posts and that like was a problem because it would just clog up a lot of different things that people were trying to find um during like black lives matter like all it would just clog up the like hashtag and then people couldn't find like actual resources and stuff like that and then people would also just post that and then go along their like everyday lives without like actually doing anything like for the cause because they just wanted to like act like they were like there right and i think what Ruthie did is um in terms of like doing her own research and only posting like certain things like when she like actually understood them is something similar to like what I did and instead of like posting everything I saw like I would post like what I found like helpful for myself and wouldn't like constantly like go overboard on Instagram and like do so much I just wanted to do like the things that like I understood and that helped me and I thought would help others yeah and yeah I think that's okay like I feel like it's easy to feel guilty or shameful because you're not doing like enough Mm -hmm. versus like other people but I think like as long as we're all taking like those small steps ourselves it's okay to not maybe like post on social media because it's not like the only um outlet so yeah definitely I think Instagram it's definitely again like going back to that balance because I personally am grateful for a lot of like the information that has been circulated around Instagram because I wouldn't have really like gotten into learning about it like through the news or something because the news is just something I never really like read consistently before 
then so i really liked seeing stuff on instagram and like clicking on articles but yeah so yeah i I definitely think it's like a person to person approach um in terms of like how much you say on instagram and kind of along like with that like it's okay to even just like take breaks from all that like if you don't want to see like political stuff all the time i feel like it's easy to also feel shameful in that sense like or it's like oh like i don't want to see any more of this type thing and then like i like i've definitely thought that and felt guilty um but i think it's okay to kind of like take breaks from a lot of like the huge social issue topics especially like if you're seeing it all the time it can be a real burnout um to like kind of get all that negativity and i'm not saying like you shouldn't like try and inform yourself and educate yourself because i think that's really important for like again like empathy and understanding but i think it's okay to take breaks from it now and then yeah i mean like talking about the news reminds me of how i use twitter i mean i literally only use twitter to like find news and i only like follow news and like a few like celebrities that i like and like i don't like have anyone like follow me that's all i would do it for and i don't go on it much now but like i would have a professor like ask us like about the news and stuff like that to like keep us like updated and current with times and everything so that'd be like a quick way for me to like find what's like actually happening on like everyday stuff and so i think we as like a generation use social media a lot more for our news outlets than like actual (laughs) news outlets interesting i didn't know people did that because like i thought that was a me thing where i was like i just get all my information on like social media um which isn't very good but it's okay because it works i guess um and i don't i still like question everything that i see it's not like i unequivocally just like believe it but that's interesting that you say that because for me twitter i i only got like a twitter like this past year because in a seminar that i went to for like scientists they were like yeah you have to have twitter for networking because like scientists use it all the time and i was like i didn't know like that like i didn't know they advertised all this stuff on twitter so i like made a profile and i've been following like a bunch of phd people and like scientists that i meet at like different seminars and things and it's like i guess it's useful because like they give updates on like applications and like research programs and like op- job openings and stuff i guess um hmm. but yeah i don't know I'll, I'll have to like give you guys an update once it actually becomes useful for me because i haven't really like been on it that much yeah I mean, I've never even thought of, like, social media apps or, like, Twitter specifically to be, like, networking. Uh, Once I think of networking, obviously, like, LinkedIn is, like, the number one. But I guess it goes back to what my, um, like, digi professor who's, like, digital communications was saying is, like, whatever works best for you and for your field might be a different social media app to, like, network with people. Like, you can follow, DM people keep up with like what is happening and i guess like yeah twitter would probably advertise like what's happening in your field and stuff like that because it's a text-based thing it can advertise through text (laughs) it's interesting yeah it is interesting um i'm gonna move to linkedin because you did mention that and um honestly it's like to me linkedin is low-key just toxic (laughs) because (laughs) everyone on there just like flexes on like everything they've done and it doesn't really help me with imposter syndrome and like you were saying like again like different apps are useful for different like fields and linkedin is not useful for like a research and like 
I don't know, like science in my opinion, because I mean, it's useful in the sense of like there's like job postings and stuff, but even like our friend Amanda was saying like Indeed is much better for that. So I don't know. I feel like LinkedIn is more of like business because I get all these like notifications from people that are like join my like entrepreneurship or like marketing and company stuff and I'm just like I'm just here to like get a research internship and like work in a lab (laughs) yeah uh I know that LinkedIn is like one of the things that is like highly promoted at like my school to promote ourselves and to network and like a lot of like the career advisors would be like the first thing that they'll ask besides like your resume and stuff like that is like do you have a LinkedIn to network yourself and like internships as well but personally I I haven't even like started my (laughs) LinkedIn profile I've been kind of scared too because of like how professional it seems to I feel like I have to like have everything like organized and like curated that like I just have to present like my best self like I don't even know like where to begin and so I've just like delayed that like whole process but my like one teacher has said like that you can use other sources to network and not use LinkedIn if that works better for your platform but then at the same time it's just so heavily like told to us that like this is the networking like app this is like where you want to go if you want to find people for your like job and industry and stuff like that and to even like figure out like what jobs these people like start with so you can think of that job to get to your dream job and stuff like that and like that's what this is for and it's just like kind of overwhelming to be honest yeah honestly I wouldn't let it get to you that much (laughs) it's like if you don't know where to start I would say like start with your bio like that's a pretty simple sweet a simple place to start um but yeah everything can just be like built on previous things and it's like I don't know it's definitely like like I I put a lot into it into it initially and I was like I sent like three different people my bio and I was like does this sound good and stuff but it's really like I don't know it's really not that like huge of a deal in my opinion um and yeah I definitely hate how like it's always just people flexing like <laughs> and like I get like you want to do that to look good and like get networking like contacts and stuff but I hate like doing that to myself. I hate being like, wow, look at me. Like I'm so amazing. And it's like something I have to work on for like, yeah. I don't know, just like hyping myself up. But yeah. I feel like that is the app to flex <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, facts. But I guess it could hurt be like, oh, this person is like way too good. Like I can never be like that. And then yeah, that facts. just hurts your esteem. Yeah, definitely don't want to be like looking on LinkedIn forever. But yeah, and then another app that like is kind of older is like facebook i guess at least for me like i know like there's like a lot of people who use it a lot more than i do but like i remember i started it for like our joint profile for theater um in high school and um i honestly like don't really use it it's just a way a place i'm i'm like friends with all my family from like india on and i barely talk to anyway so it's like I don't know I mean I like getting notifications from like everyone once a year on my birthday for like from like family I haven't talked to but like other than that I just like I haven't used it I don't like I update my profile picture now and then and it like sends out a thing but like other than that yeah I don't really use it (laughs) yeah I feel like Facebook and LinkedIn are like the two like social media apps I expect like adults to be on (laughs) but like once we're on it it just feels like out of place like I feel like same for you like I would only use like Facebook for like clubs and stuff to like have like 
updates and messages and stuff like that. And then, yeah, like every now and then there might be like a new update, but I think my profile is pretty outdated. And yeah, I, I don't go on it that often. Um, so yeah, I just think of like, that's the mom app. <laughs> that's where the Karens yes. unite. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all the parents show off their kids. Yeah, just honestly, overall, I haven't really used social media this summer. Like I deleted Instagram and I deleted Snapchat. But that might also just be low-key because, like, I didn't want to see everyone else thriving when, like, things were, like, kind of iffy for me. But I'm kind of surprised I've maintained it. Like, I've been on Instagram. I, like, didn't re-download. I maybe re-downloaded the app once to, like, like just, like, clean up my profile and stuff. But, like, other than that, I haven't really, like, been on anything, which has been, like, really refreshing, I guess, and nice to kind of get out of it, especially after the social dilemma. I'm like, thank God my... <laughs> Screen time is only like two to three hours a day, which like I didn't realize people's were like up to like six to ten. So, yeah, or twelve. <laughs> or twelve. Oh my gosh. Just um, the hours of you sleeping and the hours that you're online. <laughs> yeah, facts. Um. So yeah, just like to kind of end this off, we're gonna summarize our pros and cons again, um, because we did kind of go back and forth. So, um, I guess I can start with all the cons. Um. Again, like it was saying in The Social Dilemma, like our attention is like a product being sold to advertisers. So there's definitely a lot of manipulation and like even the cyberbullying and self-image and self-harm, all that like comes out in social media. And um, I would say also like just like how rude and like emotional reactivity and stuff and like political polarization, that's also like a con and obviously fake news. And yeah, like we were talking about like performative activism, um, which is like not really great. And then comparing yourself to others, I think is like a big thing that can be like really toxic. And yeah, I think that pretty much covers a lot of like what we were saying with cons and like, I guess like also phone addiction and um, how like there's like the privacy issues and everything. But there's a lot of like pros that we can find out as like a generation two that work for us. I mean, you, you're able to like promote yourself and your work and what you do. You're able to find people in your community and even people that aren't in your like local community. Maybe you found someone like a hundred miles away that like is just like you. And that's something we weren't able to do before social media. So stuff like that to like find who you are and be around people that you like and stuff like that is a really good pro about social media and it keeps you connected as well oh and like networking as well is a great way to use social media and the different things that work there so there are pros to it and it's probably something that will keep going it's not something that we're saying to like have you like not use we're just warning you about like the fears of it (laughs) or if you overdo it in a way yeah yeah it's definitely like a nice way like you know like getting a hype on your photos like I always love that like when people comment or like even the curated content like we were saying there's like pros and cons on both sides with that and awareness so yeah definitely like still a good advertising place and have some good pros but also have um cons attached so it's just good to be aware of everything I guess um and yeah so thank you guys for tuning in again (laughs) We hope we didn't scare you too much with what we talked about. Um, Social media definitely works differently for each person and definitely requires a certain balance. 
And I'm sure as you've seen with COVID, virtual engagement does not really replace physical interaction. So make sure you're getting some sun and direct contact and in addition to your friends and family across the globe. And especially if you're like my sister who spends a million years on her Chromebook. So definitely recommend taking that time off um, if you are someone who uses it all the time.